Ladies and gentlemen. Loki, come with me if you want to live. For this is a Fred the Only Productions podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Cue music. I don't know what we're yelling about! We came, we saw, we kicked its ass! Are you telling me you built a time machine? What about DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Morning conversation anyway. Hello, we're going to have company. Hello. Hi. Hello. Oh <laughs> <laughs> what? We're in the same room. No, we're not. <laughs> yes, we are. There's a slight delay. <laughs> I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fulia Kantarmajir. And I'm waiting for my cue. I'm a Michael Lister. <laughs> and you are now experiencing a podcast called Friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On the road. <laughs> <laughs> On the road again. <laughs> but, you know... Being together at last. Yes, Yay! finally, the three of us are in the same room for the first time in, well, ever. Yes. It, it feels. Yep. Yeah, Probably the much. first time since Mike rejoined the show. <laughs> so this is a momentous occasion. It is. And appropriate that we are sitting in Mike's car. Yes. Because yeah. <laughs> it's the big one. It's the bigger one. Um, yes, we are literally recording this inside a car. So apologies in advance if this sounds weird in any way, but I'm sure it will be fine. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> it looks all good. It looks all good so far. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta stop looking at the. Uh, at stop looking that way. And all right. <laughs> Omnidirectional, my ass. Yeah. <laughs> I'm allowed to look anywhere that I like. Yeah. <laughs> it's very good. For us all to be here, mm. for the, finally in person. We said it would happen, and it's happened. Yes. Yay! So you can hear every movement as well. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Russell, Russell, Russell. Especially with my with my jacket. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Another week, uh, which means it's uh, time to start with our weekly watchings. Fulia. Yes, I ended up um, not watching as much again. But I did manage to watch the first episode of The Bad Batch. Hey! <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Lots to lots to divulge there. It's um, good, just right? Just the first episode being an hour long. <laughs> and I was like, wow, this is actually longer than a usual episode. What's going on? And then I realized it was actually a doubleheader sort of mm, episode. Pretty much. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I'm, yeah, I've, I have a feeling that... Um. Oh, what's his name again? Hunter. No, the one that has a cross oh, eye. Cross, 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 eye. Cross, no, cross hair. Cross hair. Cross hair. Cross eyes. Cross eyes. Cross hair. I believe his inhibitor chip is still working. Hasn't. And I'm just like, why? Why? Yeah. <laughs> More to come. No. More to come. Keep I watching. Know, I know. I, I need to watch the rest of it now. Um. <laughs> I yeah. Like. I'm actually really enjoying the character development of them, um, of the group, and I love the fact that they've picked up this young child to go with them, Omega. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, she's she's kind of cute. She's Kiwi. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. Fits fits in with the have a, the regular clones are yeah a kiwi accents. Mm, mm, yes. Yes. And a real kiwi. And a real, real kiwi. kiwi. <laughs> um. So yeah, I am really enjoying the Bad Batch at the moment, uh, even though it's only been one episode. So I'm gonna definitely keep going with that. Um, and of course, in the Discord today, we watched Lilo and Stitch hey. um, because I decided to give my um, my community members a list of my favorite Disney animated films to choose from. Lilo and Stitch was one of them, and that's what they decided to choose. So that's what we watched. Lots of fun, um, and yeah, I've seen that movie many many times <laughs> I Any, love Stitch anything new that, that you spotted or just same old same old no same old same old yeah. pretty much I've watched it that many times I there's nothing new coming through from that <laughs> the, the more I watch it the more I want my own Stitch <laughs> I just want experiment 626 <laughs> in the tamed version by the end of the movie yes not the one where you get at the beginning so <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yes. The one that's naughty. No, I don't want a naughty one. I want a nice one. <laughs> I want a good one that knows how to make giant cakes. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I really, really like. Cake. Anyway. Yes. Michael. Yes. <laughs> what have you been watching? <laughs> well, what I've been watching, well, my usual, uh, Bad Batch as well. So mm-hmm. I'm a little bit ahead of oh, you. Yeah, I know. So I I'm, wasn't I'm late to, to the party. Yeah, I wasn't going to say um, anything spoilery when you were <laughs> divulging what your fir- first uh, episode was. So yeah. More to come. More to come. Um, <laughs> yes, Bad Batch. Uh, Loki, of course, but, you know, ne- uh, coming up later. We'll talk about that. Yes. Uh, Modoc. Yeah, it's getting interesting. Uh, it's really getting interesting. It's sort of very different to um, uh, the usual uh, robot chicken sort of stuff. Uh, and it's got plenty of heart, and it's pretty good, uh, do I say. Well, uh, with my Spider-Man rewatch, uh, I've uh, finished uh, my Raimi... Uh, my, what is it? The Raimi trilogy. i finished uh, Spider-Man 3. And, yeah, I, I was sort of watching it with my with my wife. It's like, do you want to watch anything? Because I don't really want to watch anything. Okay, I'll just watch Spider-Man. And <laughs> she's sort of like, I'm not really getting it. It's like, yeah, it's not it's not the best. <laughs> it's not the best one. <laughs> it's it's very it's very choppy and yeah. uh, and uh in the first twenty minutes they've already introduced uh three three um evil people and too many. Yeah, too many, too many. Just speak, speak with one. Um, but having said that, uh, it just it had plenty of ideas. It just didn't have time to breathe. Mm. Like I can see sort of uh, what they were going for, uh, especially, especially with what uh, Sam Raimi wanted wanted to happen in the in the third one. He he didn't want to touch Venom at all. So it was just um, Sony say, ah, oh, this is a popular character. Just chuck him in. It's like. Yeah, no, but then you have to introduce Eddie Brock, who only had like two scenes to set him up, and yeah, and then I completely forgot Gwen Stacy is in in this one. Yeah, 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 and I thought, wow, well, okay, no, it's very convoluted. I completely forgot that um, <laughs> uh, uh, um, Gwen Stacy was was in it, and I was going, hmm, okay, uh, and the sort of relationship between. Uh, P- Peter, Gwen, uh, the sort of love triangle there was very, very mismatched and mm. stupid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, what are you doing? It's, I can't stand a happy Peter Parker. 
<laughs> we can't have that. Yeah, he's he's, he's annoying. He's what like, about what about an e- uh, an emo Peter Parker? Oh, <laughs> I said to my wife, "Is like, hey, watch this." <laughs> and then a meme was born. Yeah, literally. It's like, wow. Well, you know, if if I if I'm going to attempt to like um uh defend that it's like oh it's sort of what a dorky nerd would think a cool person would be like dancing at a jazz club and <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah it's not the best and it's a, it's a shame so i'll be going uh, straight into the amazing spider-man uh uh later later this week and see how i go with that and yeah and then and i'll just top it all off of having like uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man as well, ready for the movie that comes out. And, Yay! Yeah, and that's basically what I've been watching. Uh, I bought my wife a little get well present because she, yeah, she she had a bit of an upset tummy and she had to go to the hospital just to check everything was okay. Oh, no. Yeah, but everything's okay. It's oh, just, good. It's just, uh, and we found out that her placenta is like in, a, in an awkward position. Oh. Not to get into it. Is, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so we got to keep keep an eye on that, and yeah, yeah it was sort of a, a get well present slash early birthday because I was going to get her this anyway. It was a Mortal Kombat, and uh, I got got her that. And unfortunately, I wanted to get it on Blu-ray, but it's not out yet. So, uh, so I just got it on uh, Google Play. No, no, um, no plug. Just, hey, digital. It, it was just easy. It's like, okay, just get it. There you go. Just put it on. And she <laughs> fell asleep during it. And it's like, thanks. <laughs> Thank you very much. So, Kendall, do you sleep through most movies? <laughs> no. I've only ever fallen asleep during, in the cinema at least one time. That was because I was really, really tired. And it was while I was watching Elysium, which is a Matt Damon sci-fi movie. Um, came out a few years ago. And I haven't rewatched it yet, but I miss, like, a whole big chunk of it, but it was no, nothing bad with the movie. It was I was enjoying the movie. I was just so tired. Anyway, um, as for my weekly watchings, I too have partaken in the Bad Batch um, uh, and really enjoyed where that's going. Um, I mean, yes, this week not to spoil anything, but it was a bit more of a bottle episode um, yeah. as opposed to a main story, but with some kind of hints that maybe something like laying seeds for things to come oh, yeah. potentially. Um, so that was kind of cool. Um, I haven't, haven't seen Modoc yet, but I'm glad you enjoyed it, Mike. Um, I watched Rick and Morty as well. Um, actually was not a big fan of this week's episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to mention that, that, um, I, I like the ideas in it. Yeah. And I kind of like the idea of them doing sort of different sort of stuff in, like, uh, from the pre- previous one, where it was more to do with like different storylines going off at once, and this one was sort of like one linear storyline, and they even make a joke about that is <laughs> about oh why don't we like split up and do do that, and then Rick just snaps back at him and is like what have two different storylines going off at once? No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Self self referential humor there. Yeah, and, meta and meta. Yeah, meta comedy is quite good in the show at least. But yeah, yeah. but yeah, not my favorite episode. Um, so yeah, keen for episode three. Um, um, but the main the main thing I watched this week that has kind of stuck with me, I watched Bo Burnham's Inside. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> I was I was going to mention that in the in the podcast like when I watched it. Like, oh, you've seen it? Yeah, I've seen it when it first came out. And yeah, yeah, it it definitely affected me. So how 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 did you go? It ruined my day. <laughs> Same. Yeah, it, I was like, oh god. Um, I had look. I had the music like all the songs like stuck in my head all like for ages afterwards. Um, particularly white woman's Instagram is a, is a, is a favorite. Um, but yeah, the, I was not prepared. Like I knew like one of my really good mates had recommended I watch it cause he loves Bo Burnham and he's like, you're going to love this. It's so funny. Um, and he's like, yeah, just, it does get a little dark towards the end, but just, just, and I was like, okay. Towards it, the end. Towards, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, it gets darker, uh, as you go along. But, um, and yeah, the, he recommended it to me when we were actually in the most recent lockdown and I was like, I'm not watching this while I'm in lockdown. No, Fuck no, that no. noise. Uh, my mental health does not deserve that. So I waited and watched it and yeah, and it was, it was hilarious. And I'm like, I may as well give up any kind of creative endeavor because he is just <laughs> way too talented for his own good. I'm never going to write anything that good. Um, but that aside, yeah, it gets, it does get a bit confronting and real and very just, yeah, depressing towards the end. Um, yeah, but, but it's so funny and the, like the political commentary, the social commentary, uh, on top of the humor he's doing, there's so many layers to it and, uh, yeah, and he, yeah, I just loved it. So I would highly recommend people check it out. Just be wary that it's, it's my, it might, uh, you need to be in a really good headspace, I think, if you're going to watch it. Even if you're not, I think I think it's a good like. Um, it's sort of a bittersweet at the end. I I have to admit. Mm. Uh, yeah, not to not to spoil it or anything. No, like the ending was very interesting. Mm. It really made me like feel something kind of like I don't know why I say profound, but you know, it's just yeah, it's kind of crazy. The, 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 for a comedy special, like it's supposed to be a comedy special, but he's intertwined all of these mm. elements of the real world and um, the process and probably what, uh, you know, a lot of creative people experience, especially in the comedy world during 2020, of like not having an audience, but still having to maybe come up with material and the fact that he's, you know, because he usually does stand-up shows, like he has Netflix specials um, on stage. And so he comments straight up the top, he's like, you know, no one's here, but I'm going to do this anyway, sort of thing, and work on it for as long as it takes. And he completely he wrote, edited, it, directed it, shot it entirely himself. So it's it's super impressive, but uh, super heavy and very funny. I laughed a lot. So yeah. Anyway, that was my week of watching many things. Um, so I think it's time now to get into the week that was in the nerdy news. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom. The hostess with most s. Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Alrighty, it's nerdy news time. And as we like to do on this show, start with some Marvel news. Um, some kind of breadcrumb news, if you will, this week, starting with uh, Kevin Feige uh, has confirmed now, after the previous trailer that was released for Shang-Chi, where it looked like, at the end, that was the abomination in a cage match. Um, and some people uh, guessed that uh, Wong from Doctor Strange was the other person. And he basically said, yes, that is correct. <laughs> um, in a recent interview. Um, yeah, literally Abomination and Wong are fighting each other in this 
whatever this cage match thing situation is, it's legit both of them. Benedict Wong, the actor, is going to be in this yeah. in some small capacity. And I'm imagining Tim Roth m- might if be, might be reprising his role because he at least voiced the Abomination once he transformed, I think, in Incredible Hulk back in the day. It's been so long since I've seen that movie, I don't remember. Um, but... Yeah, um, yeah, that could be really exciting. I'm, I, yeah, I want, I want the context for this. Why is Wong, you know, <laughs> a librarian, on one, one part of his life, you know, saving the the multiverse basically, the, in multi-dimensional verse, in the other side, and here he is, you know, probably, I don't know. <laughs> He's probably on his off night. Do, yeah, doing a cage max, ma- match so he can get more um, um, <laughs> Ben and Jerry's uh, Avengers ice cream, I suppose. Um, <laughs> um, well, well, I'm thinking being the, the second to the Sorcerer Supreme, it do- probably doesn't pay as much. True. So he has to take up a second job. That's true. That makes <laughs> yeah. sense. As a defender of the universe. As a defender of the universe, yes. Fulia, what did you think about this little thing? Oh, what a cameo. I know, right? Just <laughs> <laughs> those two, just... Having it out, um, man. Imagine if it was instead of um, if if instead of um, oh, what's his name? Wong or Abomination? Wong. Wong instead of Wong. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I was just thinking about trying to get his character name. Um, that's his character name. Yes, Wong. Okay. Wong yes, plays sorry. Wong. Wong plays. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm it's so confused. It's weird. Benedict Wong plays Wong. Yeah. Yes. Uh, just the fact that you know. If it wasn't Wong, why not Bruce Banner <laughs> or um? Yeah, like Hulk versus Hulk. Abomination. Yeah. Oh, imagine Smart Hulk versus Smart Hulk versus Abomination. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Yeah. Don't yeah. make me do this. Punch, punch, punch. Um. <laughs> I saved the universe for this. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um, yeah. Look, to be honest, it's one of those you know things where if you kind of blink, you miss it in the trailer. Um, I mean, you know that it's definitely a monster figure, so that's abomination. But the other person is kind of yeah, I, I yeah, I missed who the other person was. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's nice to have the confirmation. Yeah, so um, that's pretty cool. Um, we'll see how that kind of goes in the movie, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, we we will see. Yeah, <laughs> we will definitely see. Mike, do you have anything you want to add on this little thing? Uh, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of nice that Kevin Feige sort of um, uh, gave some gave some red meat to the. For the sleuths out there saying, yeah, that that is that. But he doesn't, like, say anything about when we're going to get Spider-Man. I know. <laughs> you can imagine that. Uh, that's such a th- thing at the moment. Like, every Sony, like, um, trailer that's coming out, they've actually turned off um, comments because they're... <laughs> really? Because a lot of people are saying, where's the Spider-Man trailer? Where's the Spider-Man trailer? Wow, I didn't know that. We've got to be getting it soon, though. Oh yeah. Um, the the theory is roughly where um, um, Black Widow comes out, which is this week. Yeah, so mm. I'm thinking it'll probably be in there somewhere. Yeah, nice. May, yeah, that'll be cool. Surprise Spider-Man trailer if you go to theaters to see Black Widow. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good marketing ploy. <laughs> well, I think they're doing that with um, uh, Jurassic Park. They're, they're doing yes. like a little bit before before. Uh, Fast, yeah, and, Fast and, Furious. and Furious 9. Mm. So they can get people to watch Fast and Furious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not regret it as much because they saw a bit of Jurassic World. Yeah. 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 
no. Fair enough. Um, all right. Well, speaking of sleuths, it's funny that you mentioned that word specifically because some of the same Marvel sleuths online that have uh, spotted Abomination and Wong in the Shang-Chi trailer have also noticed that the post credit scene for WandaVision's final episode has received an update. Now... I watched a video today breaking it down because when I went, when this news was announced, I went straight on my Disney Plus app while I was at work and scrolled all the way through to the end and I didn't notice anything. And I was like, what's going on here? So I watched a video that broke it down and basically compared the two shots. Um, the main changes are they've kind of added some extra trees to the foreground. Like when the, you know that shot where it's coming in over the water um, like, and you can see the, like, hut in the distance, and we're zooming in on that, and then on either side there's trees, well, they've added more trees. Mm-hmm. Um, they removed some ducks for some reason, I don't know. Um, but the one thing that got people really curious is that mm-hmm. they spotted up in the top left towards the mountain peaks, there's, like, this white shadow thing that's kind of descending down and (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a load of BS I don't think it's anything I think it's supposed to be some kind of lens flare or just I don't know or maybe a mistake because apparently these kind of because the apparently the CG and post-production stuff on WandaVision was literally going right up until almost airtime. Yeah. They were scrambling to get this finished because of the changes they had to make because of COVID and all of that jazz. Um, so, yeah. So, basically, they, there's this... People notice this white thing coming down. And I'm, some people are like, is it white vision? Uh, is it Doctor Strange? Because they also made alterations to the Darkhold when she's holding it inside it looks they've updated it a bit um and they've removed so they've basically just done a cg overhaul to that scene and mm-hmm. people are going what's that where's mephisto like <laughs> pretty much um so yeah i don't know i don't think it's anything fully have you have you looked into this at all i did a little bit um i didn't really see, like i saw a little bit of the little thing that mm. um that everybody was really curious about um, I feel like it's probably just an editor's error. error. They've just left it in. Um, they've forgotten to erase it or cover it up in some way. And they've just, you know, and then all of a sudden everyone's just like, oh, what is that shadow? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I, I, I know that even when I edit sometimes I'll make mistakes and I'll probably end yeah. up leaving things in, n- not realizing that it's of there. Of course, yeah. So, no one's perfect. No, exactly. So even even... Marvel Studios editors can make mistakes, so I'm not going to hold it against them. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. They make mistakes? <laughs> no. Well, you'd think they wouldn't, the caliber and standard they're at, but, you know, like like you said, Kendall, not everyone's perfect, and some little minor things can be missed. Um, so, yeah, it, it's just it's just a little editing error. I'm going to just put That's it... That's fair. Put it there. That's fair. Fair, Mike. What's your take? I agree. Yes, <laughs> because I've also seen some vi- uh, videos on this and and how it's all blown out of proportion. So, someone who um, has sort of dived deep into it because uh, the little fragment that is moving actually stops where uh, they first go into the cabin. And it's to make a light that's coming out of the cabin sort of dim. Yeah, that was one of the other changes I saw. Uh, yeah. And they've and they even rotoscope where where this thing comes from, and they forgot to take it out when 
when they were pulling back, uh, yeah. when they were going going, going backwards, it, when they pulled pulled out. So it was still there in that in that position. Yeah. From the start start of the scene. Yeah. So I, oh, <laughs> and I really wow. enjoy people like like really going like figuring out. Oh, it's Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, no, no. It's just an editing error. It's like no, it's Mephisto. No, it's <laughs> Doctor Strange coming. It's it's Vision. It's, <laughs> it's hard to sort of keep up with a lot of the because especially at, at something uh, when it comes to a lot of CG sort mm. of editing in, in a in a in a series like this um, with the quality that they're expecting. It's it's hard for all of the editors to be to make sure they nitpick everything. There are like that. In that instance, that's a motion tracking um, error mm-hmm. yeah. that they've missed. So in that instance, it's like, come on, guys, like give them a break. <laughs> and and uh, also have have the theory of um, the reason why they did the change at the end, especially like putting more trees and getting rid of the ducks, is probably something to do with um, uh, uh, the the next movie, uh, uh, Doctor Strange movie, mm. where. Where they probably like add on to that scene in in the movie, and probably they need more trees there for some reason, and they need to get rid of all the um, animals as well. So it's probably something something big's probably going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Interesting. That, that involves um, uh, not killing any ducks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's not kill ducks. Yeah. No. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. What? <laughs> what was that? What was that? <laughs> okay. Um, all right. In, moving into some slightly Marvel adjacent news. Um, it was announced during the week that um, the Avengers and and the Simpsons are finally going to have the crossover we've all been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Um, with the announcement of the upcoming short, The Good, The Bart, and The Loki. Uh, which will be dropping this week on Disney Plus, uh, specifically on the seventh of July. Um, uh, really exciting uh, as well. Tom Hiddleston will be voicing Loki um, oh. on The Simpsons. Yes, yes, he's actually going to be playing his character. Um, <laughs> so that's fantastic news. Um, basically, it's the the premise kind of goes. Uh, the good, the button Loki finds the trickster cast out of Asgard once again, landing him in Springfield for a showdown with the town's equivalent of the Avengers. Um, <laughs> I don't know about equivalent. <laughs> uh, in the face of Ralph Wiggum, comic book guy Barney Gumble, and more of Springfield's titans assembling, Loki finds his own ally in the equally mischievous Bart Simpson. Um, so that sounds pretty fantastic Uh, the poster in in and of itself is worth the price of admission (laughs) it's just phenomenal it's basically the Avengers Endgame poster reworked with Simpsons characters posing as the Avengers characters from that movie with Bart taking the Thanos silhouette and uh, Loki where Iron Man would be, <laughs> which feels weirdly appropriate in some way. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm so, so stoked, um, to, to, to see this happening. Um, and the fact that uh, Tom is going to be voicing Loki is just, you know, again, two more of my favorite things colliding is just fantastic. Yeah, it's probably cheap. It's, 
<laughs> ha. Out of all of the Avengers, you know. He's not even an Avenger, so... No, true. He brought them together, though. Yeah. They probably say, hey, you want to do this thing for, for, for ducats? And he's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I need all the exposure. All of the exposure. Um, Mike, are you going to watch this? Are you excited about this? Definitely, definitely. Um, uh, uh, definitely. Uh, I didn't know anything about the... Uh, spe- uh, the the specifics of it, and it sounds like um, they they're going to have like the full cast of the Simpsons there as well. Because yeah. usually when they do like like little bits and pieces, like with the like the solely Maggie um, yeah things Maggie shorts yeah, yeah they didn't they don't they don't need any um, uh, voiceovers for that. And I'm guessing they're going to go full hog and actually get like um, Hank. It looks like it's going to be Hank. Her- Hank Azaria. H- Hank Azaria. Nancy Cartwright. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Going to, going to do it good, so. Yeah. 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 I'm all for that. I mean, you know, I, I like The Simpsons. I <laughs> like Marvel. So I might like this. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Awesome. I'll right. definitely go and watch it. And yeah. uh, probably get my little girl to watch it as well because, you know, she. If there's Maggie in there, she she likes Maggie. Oh, cool. Because <laughs> the only Sim- probably the only Simpsons that that she likes is probably those Maggie shorts. It's like baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the Force awakens from its nap. Yeah, that yeah. one and the uh, and, and like the the love story as well. Yeah, the one when she like goes on a date, kind of little thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little adventure. Yeah. Yeah, super cute. Um, okay, moving into other news now. We've got some TV news. Um, some good and some bad to report. The good... Um, <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, <laughs> thank you very much. The good, I should say, very appropriately, is the fact that we are getting a second season of Good Omens coming back to Amazon Prime. Um, super exciting. Neil Gaiman uh, himself, one of the authors, along with Terry Pratchett. Who's um, no longer with us. Who's sadly no longer with us. But Neil is carrying on very well in his stead. Um, and, yeah, announced that the show has been picked up for a second season, um, even though season one was just the the sole... The actual book, yeah. The actual book that they worked on many moons ago. Um, so it'll be going beyond the book, um, but because Neil Gaiman it was heavily involved with the production of season one, I have no doubt that um, season two will be equally as entertaining and wonderful. Uh, David Tennant and Michael Sheen are reprising their roles um, as well, so thank goodness for that. Um, that's going to be a lot of fun. They were literally the best thing about season one for me, just their di- their, the duo of them, the dynamic they had was just so <clears throat> wonderful to watch. Um, so I'm, yeah, I was, I never thought we'd get a season two because again, it's, yeah, same. we've only ever really, it's, we've had, there was the book and they've done the show on the book. So I thought that was going to be it. And I would have been happy with, if it had been it and we'd not gotten any more cause you know, that's fine. But, um, but no, season two is a coming. Can't not wait. Michael, how yes. are you feeling about this? Uh, I, I would be lying to myself if I didn't say I, I, I was skeptical. Mm. Because, yeah, because Terry Pratchett's no longer with us. So, mm. uh, and essentially, the two main characters were essential, were, were essentially uh, Terry and, and Neil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that, how they so, sort of worked together to, to create uh, created, uh, good, good omens. So, yeah, but, but considering they made the TV show with uh, Neil Gaiman... And um, Terry, what wasn't with us when they when they uh, made it? So I think, yeah, pretty cool. 
that they're bring back, bringing back um, uh, Michael and David to 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 do the roles. But I have no idea where to go because essentially it was like um, the. They, they were do, doing the omen and and the end of the world. Where do you go from yeah. the end of the world? <laughs> How do you top that? <laughs> How do you top uh, a a, a, um, a Avengers threat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we're gonna if we're gonna you know add everything, um, am I happy? <laughs> I don't know. You're not sure. I'm very ambivalent about about this. Yeah, that's fair. And and yeah, if they if they've got an idea for it, then go ahead. Uh, and I'll definitely be watching it because I did enjoy uh, good. Uh, I did enjoy the good almonds. It's it's very good, and yes. and the way they filmed it as well. And have you seen staged at all? The... No, I haven't seen any of any of that stuff that they've done. Yeah, that's very that. that's very good. Yeah. It's very witty. Oh, good. And and yeah, because they filmed it during uh, lockdown uh, in the UK. So mm. and they were playing heightened versions of themselves. And... <laughs> I, I kind of cool. It's kind of cool that they found like a quote unquote bromance with each other. It's mm. it's it's quite lovely and surreal, and cool. It's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. All right. Into the last item of the news this week, uh, and the the not so good news is the uh, cancellation of Lovecraft Country after one season. Um, similarly to Good Omens, it was based on a book and they did the whole book in the first season. So people aren't as outraged, I suppose, uh, uh, over this cancellation as most fans usually would be just because of that fact. Um, but apparently they were trying to explore ways to continue it, mm. um, figure out what to do story-wise. And because like it rated very well for HBO, a lot of people watched uh, it was very popular, very well di- uh, discussed on social media, and um, I still haven't watched it, but based on what you've said, Mike, and what other people I know have watched it have said, and from what I've just... The little clips I've seen, it just looked so unique, so mm. fresh, so different to anything else on television. Um, and so it's a big shame, I think, that uh, HBO have decided to, you know, put it out to pasture, if you will. Um, yeah, very disappointing. But, um, but yeah, I'm still going to watch season one, though, because, um, yeah, I, it really does seem like it would be worth my time. But I know, mm. Mike, you were a big fan of the show. Yeah, and I definitely you, enjoyed it. Yeah, you a bit, a bit disappointed with this news? Uh, a little bit bummed out, but I, I can... I can uh, like I said to Wayne, it, it, uh, it, does, it does open itself up for uh, a continued story. Okay. Uh, but they sort sort of ended like like nicely. It, it ended it ended nicely and and fittingly. Uh, okay. I think that's the word I used. Yep. Um, and it's good. Uh, it's a good story wrapped into one season. And you know, who knows? Probably down the track they'll do some something else. But uh, I'm happy that it exists. If that if that's the thing. Yeah. No, that's good. Very well said. Nice. All right. Well, that's going to do it for the nerdy news for this week, guys. Wrapping up and rolling on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeehaw. All righty. Trailer park time. And we have a big red trailer to start. Uh, wouldn't it be funny if this had been a red band trailer? Man, they missed they missed a joke there, didn't yeah. they? Uh, we have the first big look at Clifford the Big Red Dog. Yay! A live action 
movie adaptation from the books. Um, yeah, uh, so I'm I'm probably not going to watch this movie. I don't think it's for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am not. I'm not of that age. Um, this would be a great family film, I think. Good one to take the kids to. Um, you know, your nieces and nephews too, that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, like it looks, looks fun, harmless, playful, you know, uh, it kind of reminds me of, I don't know, I'm getting Stuart Little vibes a little, just in terms of the, like the kind of the aesthetic that they were going for with the, the pet shop and like, I don't know. And they've got, you know, John Cleese is there, which is fantastic. <laughs> so I would watch it for John Cleese alone if I was invested enough in the rest of what's going on, but I love John Cleese. Um, and, um, but yeah, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, it just felt very, like kind of reminded me of films of, you know, days past of mm. just, you know, the, these animal movies, like in the nineties, these kinds of movies were really big. I think like, you know, you had, um, what flipper and, uh, what magic in the water. Um, uh, was Paul, Paulie? Was that the name of the parrot one? Is it Paulie? I can't remember. I think, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah but yeah, you know, but like, and then Stuart Little and then, you know, Free Willy. Free Willy. Like there were so <laughs> many, you know, animal centric family films in the nineties. Animal um, and kid. Animal and kid. And Beethoven as well. is another one. Um, Jaws. Jaws. <laughs> yes. No. Oh, that had a kid in it. <laughs> no. And it had Jaws. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. no, okay. Um, There's your red band drum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, but yeah, like I, the, the CGI on Clifford himself is a bit hit and miss. I think um, in certain scenes it looks really good, and others it looks very obvious that he's not there. Um, and that's fine. He's still like I like the presentation of him in terms of what he like looks like, but the CGI is a bit meh for me. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think people will enjoy it, but yeah, it's just not, not for me, unfortunately. But I'm sure Fulia is super <laughs> keen to check this out. What are your thoughts on this? Oh man, I grew up reading those books. Um, Clifford was my joy books, like my happy books. Yeah. It was... And it was one of those type of stories where you're like, imagine if I did have a giant red dog. Yeah. Um, just, you know, in my backyard. <laughs> I don't know how I'd walk him. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, look, it's very, it's such a playful looking um, movie. Uh, I, I kind of loved it. <laughs> Great. I was giggling through it. Yeah. And I was just like, yes. <laughs> um, I was very excited for it, and just the, the way that it actually starts off, where he where the where he actually starts off as a teeny tiny regular sized puppy, mm. and then ends up growing like huge, and it's like the the human house has become his kennel. <laughs> it's like his size kennel, but then you know once he gets older, it's gonna get bigger, and and apparently the more you love him, the more he'll grow. <laughs> Which is a really cute little sort of yeah. way of um, telling the story. Uh, look, I'm definitely going to be watching this. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. <laughs> I love a good story about a dog. Um, and especially one that grows up to be, you know, 10 feet tall. Uh, <laughs> uh, I do agree with the CGI. It is a little bit hit and miss. Mm. Um, I can tell when he's kind of there in the room and when he's just been placed in there somehow. Mm. Um, the other thing I will mention is 
the colouring also is a little hit and miss sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was thinking, like, if it was turned down a wee bit. Just a little bit, yeah. I mean, I love the fact that they're trying to go for the way that it was in the actual books. Yeah. But I, I feel like if they wanted to stick with it being realistic, they've gone a little too far, I think. Yeah. Because um, the fur doesn't look right. Totally. I'm having, you know what? I'm ju- I just had a Sonic discussion flashback. And I, and I, because I was literally reminded of my point I made when we talked about the initial design of Sonic was mm. the fact that this movie probably would work better if it was done in a Pixar style animation mm. or like a, you know, DreamWorks style. Yeah, yeah. So, um, look, aside from the CGI problems, I'm still going to watch it. I'm going to love it and enjoy it, I'm sure. Um, and yes, I'm. I'm there for it. Nice. <laughs> awesome. Mike, what do you think? Mm, not for me. <laughs> well, fooey to both of you. <laughs> um, yeah, like, like the redness of the dog. I, uh, I was hoping for like, you know, a, a natural red dog, like uh, a red husky or something like that. Mm. Or something like that. But, you know, and magic's involved. I don't remember magic being in the books. <laughs> You probably read it more than me. Is there magic? He was, he was already big when I started. Exactly, him. he was a kaiju. Uh, yeah. So he was, he was a kaiju dog. <laughs> kaiju dog. So this is this is Clifford's origin story then. Potentially, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't add magic. Forgot it's, about, forgot it's about... unbelievable as it is. Don't put magic into. Yeah, I feel like they they've, they've got to explain it for some reason. Like yeah. they, they don't have to. I don't think they could have got away with it. It's maybe, probably but... just for the kids. Yeah. 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 Wow. Let's let's just hope that it will be more like Marley and me. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie for a specific reason that I'm pretty sure is the reason you're referring to right now. So I'm just gonna leave that. Well, if a dog was that big, obviously his organs wouldn't wouldn't withstand like gravity and shit. And he's probably in pain. So, so uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, it, it looks enjoyable, and I think my kid's probably gonna fucking get into it, and I'm gonna have to put up with it for about uh, I don't know about a year. He's like, yeah, big dog, big dog, big dog, big red dog, big red dog. Okay, uh, Clifford, the big red dog will be on <laughs> big red dog. The big red dog uh, will be on the big screen. Uh, on the 9th of December. And you can pay with Dogecoin. Yeah. <laughs> Are we putting all the dog puns in? Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> totally fine. Okay, trailer two uh, is the... I, su- I suppose this is the first trailer for this, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like previous was just like a... Um, Little... It was like a, a collage yeah. of what um, uh, HBO was doing. Like. Yes, that's true. That's right. Okay, so uh, with those hints, we are, of course, referring to the many saints of Newark. Um, so this is one of the uh, many COVID-delayed films supposed to release last year. Um, is now coming out at, towards the end of this year. Um, and for those unfamiliar, this is the Sopranos prequel film um, focusing on a young Tony Soprano um, who is actually played, I believe, by James Gandolfini's actual son oh. uh, in this. I'm just going to, to check f- fact check that on IMDb. Um, I think it is... 
Da-da-da. He's not. Yeah, Michael Gandalf- Gandolfini yeah. is playing Tony Soprano. So uh, the late James Gandolfini's son uh, is playing the younger version of his character from the series. Which fitting and sweet. Very, very, very fitting, and yeah, uh, kind of makes you want to roll a tear a bit. Um, but um, really nice tribute in that sense. Um, yeah, I I really like this trailer. Um, unfortunately, I think the way that it's cut is, and it's a fair assumption, it's mm. a fair assumption, but they, I think they've assumed that everyone has watched The Sopranos. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> that's the way they've cut this trailer. With the voiceover um, of, um, uh, um, uh, of the original... James uh, Gandolfini's... Ga- James... Yeah. Uh, at the start, it's yeah. like, oh, that's pretty cool, but mm. I'm probably the only one that would, would probably get that because I've I've seen halfway through of The Sopranos. Okay. And, and also at the end, they did the little sting of the main theme. They did the theme music, yeah. That, yeah. That, that's like the only two things I really know is James Gandolfini's Tony Soprano, and I picked up on that at the start as well, and then, yeah, the theme music, only because they spoofed it in The Simpsons. That's <laughs> okay. the only reason I know it. The fucking Simpsons. Yeah, I know. Right <laughs> Bringing it back to The Simpsons. Um, yeah, so I think that's the one thing that kind of lets this trailer down because I myself have not yet gotten around to watching The Sopranos because I don't like mobster movies, really. I mean, I saw The Irishman, but that was because it was, you know, an Oscar darling sort of thing at the time when it came out, um, and a feat of technology in a way. So it was worth watching. Um, and it's Scorsese, I guess. But, um, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. But, I, you know, get, getting, getting, uh, fucking... Yeah, everyone in, in it is it's all cool. It's all cool. Yeah, Robert De Niro. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Fun. it's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Al Pacino. Uh, Al Pacino. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing actors. Yeah. Amazing yeah. actors. Um, but yeah. Anyway, that aside, yeah, I haven't. Yeah, so I haven't gone back and watched any old like gangster, mobster, mafia kind of films. So I've never seen The Godfather's. I haven't seen Goodfellas. Mm. You know. Um, so I really will. And I want to. I just haven't gone around to it. So this movie doesn't really, like, speak to me. And especially because I haven't seen The Sopranos, it just did feel like, oh, that's going to be that person from that scene and that's that person from that. Like, the way the camera was... Yeah, there's there's definitely a bit of that. Yeah. Like, I I know, like, roughly the characters in this. Like, his mum's, like, a big thing in, Mm -hmm. in in the first... First two seasons of The Sopranos, and, right. and also his uncle as well, mm. uh, and he, his relationship between his uncle and his dad as well. Well, is definitely going to be a playing hand at this. But if you don't have that prior knowledge, I'm I'm honestly hoping you'll, you you don't need to see the The see, Sopranos. See The Sopranos. I feel like it's that that kind of movie. I think I'm gonna yeah. yeah that's the vibe. Well, at least that's where the trailers cut and. To be fair, they probably have cut it that way because they want to be like most people have watched The Sopranos yeah. because it is one of the it's lauded as one of the biggest TV shows, like the beginning of the TV renaissance, I guess. Uh, like the golden age. The golden age, yeah, yeah, that's what I the phrase I needed. The golden age of television. That The Sopranos played a big hand in that. Um, so it's totally fair of them to cut the trailer this way and get people hyped, get people interested, especially for a film that's yeah. been in production for so long now and it's um, the first trailer too and it's the first trailer so the next trailer could be cut differently in a way to maybe help the outsider like myself um appreciate it and maybe want to go watch it it looks great though hmm. and they've got a great cast um in this like vera farmiga playing the his mum um with an interesting um uh makeup going on um, to look like the mum to look the, like the mum the from TV. the show very yeah um <laughs> Um, Leslie Odom Jr. from Hamilton's in this. I love him. Um, One Night in Miami is also in that. 
um, Corey Stoll and John Bernthal as well, two other actors I really enjoy watching. So, yeah, so for the cast alone, I'd be willing to go in blind, but I feel like I need to binge The Sopranos first. So, mm. yeah. But, Mike, you've seen, as you said, half of the show. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I could say. I, I'm somewhat familiar. I somewhat. Wouldn't say, I wouldn't say I'm like, it's, I'm going into it, it's like, I know everything about yeah. it. Uh, but, yeah, um, I... Uh, certain movies like this that uh, comes from like TV shows, um, I honest I honestly hope that uh, it is it is a hindrance and it's also uh, it also helps a TV uh, a movie that you know the TV show familiar, uh, but it's got to stand on its own two feet and I understand that. And I'm honestly hoping it that it does because it is a prequel film. It's not it's not like a sequel to to the TV show. So I'm ho- I'm I'm honestly hoping it will be good on that on that for people who are new to the um, Sopranos. And yeah, I'm definitely going to be watching it. I'll, I'll probably finish the Sopranos for it. So. So when does it come out? <laughs> so I got a so I got All a ticking right. clock. So your I can deadline, finish. your deadline for um, <laughs> for finishing the Sopranos um, is going to well there isn't an Australian release date yet for the Many uh, Saints of Newark, but it looks like it'll be October because it'll be in cinemas and on HBO Max on the first of October, um, and in the UK in theaters on the twenty second of October. Nice. Yeah. Definitely, definitely something that I'll be, um, I'll be watching. Yes, good. Because I don't mind mobster films. Yeah. Like you need, you need a certain type of appetite for it. I mean, yeah, those sort of gangster sort of stuff as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sopranos is definitely like a, a love letter to the, to those um, uh, specific movies, like, mm. like The Godfather and Martin Corsese. Uh, even Martin Corsese does a, like a brief cameo in one of the episodes. It's really? Like, yeah, as himself. Like <laughs> he, he goes into a nightclub and it's like, <laughs> hey, man, 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 oh, do you see me? I don't know. <laughs> that sort of thing, so. I would have expected them to go, yo, Marty. Like, <laughs> yo, Marty. <laughs> I'm walking here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gold. Oh, all no, right. It's New Jersey. It's New Jersey. That's terrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, you terrible New Jersey accent. Yeah. <laughs> I know most of our our listeners are from from America. Is my accent okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do I offend you? <laughs> I hope not. Please keep listening. Um. <laughs> Send your hate mail to somewhere else because we don't want it. <laughs> or you could tweet us and let us know. That'd be. Cool. I'm also doing the hand gestures as well. Yeah, he is. He's going full method on this one, guys. He's yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> I even changed my name to Michael. Mike. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> fully is done. <laughs> Love it. You've All got right. friends from America. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving on. Yes. All right. <laughs> Right. Thank you, Michael. Sorry, my cow. My cow. My cow. Uh, we have one more trailer. Lister Feeney. Lister Feeney. <laughs> We've got one more trailer to discuss. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's my favourite trailer of the week. The story trailer, the full trailer for Masters of the Universe Revelation. Yay. Noisy car. Noisy car, yeah, I wonder if the mic picked that up. Probably. <laughs> Looks like it did. All right. <laughs> yes, 
Masters of the Universe Revelation, uh, we got another look into the upcoming Netflix animated series uh, created by Kevin Smith. Um, and yeah, uh, this, this looks, looks really good. I love, again, I said it with the previous trailer, I love the style of animation. The colours are so cool and bright. And it was really cool. I think my favourite thing was just kind of hearing the actors do their dialogue. Um, especially hearing Sarah Michelle Gellar as Tila, um, for the first time. It was pretty good. I was like, ooh, that's Buffy. Uh, <laughs> she's cool. No, Daphne from Scooby-Doo. Yeah, true. <laughs> No, she's Buffy. Um, no, she's definitely. <laughs> she's both. Buffney. There we go. <laughs> Done. She's Buffney. <laughs> Speaking of shipping. Um. <laughs> um, so, yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I like this trailer. I, In terms of the story, because this is set after the events of the original series, which I've not seen, I, I didn't get... Uh, where, what thing, all the references in, the, in terms of the story continuity, what's going on or in the context of everything. Um, so that sucked a little bit, but that's, I don't know if that's just on me because I feel like what we've been listening to Kevin Smith talk about this show for ages and it seems like it's for fans of mm. the OG series, um, which is totally fine and makes a world of sense. So I'm okay with that. Um, so, I mean, we did just get He-Man um, on DVD at work recently. Yeah, <laughs> like they reissued it specifically. So that's pretty cool. But um, yeah, I'm still, I, I'm still might check it out. Uh, uh, you know, again, I just really want to listen to Mark Hamill do Skeletor, <laughs> really, because yeah, that's freaking awesome. Um, yeah, love this trailer, Fulia. What did you think? Yeah, I, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I, I kind of wish I understood the references. Yeah. Um, it's, and it's like it's the final battle, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> do I really need to know what's going on? <laughs> But um, it does look like it's going to be a really, really good um, series. I can't wait to watch through it and then go back and actually find the... Like, going back and watch the actual original series. Because um, that way everything hopefully will connect the dots. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, I to be honest, I completely forgot that Sarah Michelle Keller was voicing. <laughs> so that didn't click for me. That's all right. So thank you for reminding me. Um, but, uh, yeah, the moment that, you know, we got a little bit of skeletal action, I was just like listening out for the voice and I'm like, eee! Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, cause, uh, I think at work yesterday I, I found, I, the, the, the jumbo size skeletal pop. Oh yeah. We've, the I think, masters of the universe one. Yeah. I think we've got one too. Yeah. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, that's Mark Hamill. Yeah, <laughs> sure is. <laughs> um, yeah, the animation style looks really cool. Um, so I'm, yeah, looking forward to it. Nice. Awesome. Mike, what do you think? Yeah, definitely looking forward to it. And it, it, it's kind of, yeah, <laughs> I go into it like I don't know anything. What, there's magic and there's different different planets? Makes sense. Universe. Um, split sword. Split sword. Yeah. All right. <laughs> he man is a Chippendale, you know. <laughs> he turns into a Chippendale with a loincloth. <laughs> yeah. Good gay icon. Yep. Instant buff man. <laughs> yes. Yes. I have the power. <laughs> hey, yeah. Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going to watch it for the memes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go into this, like, like no, no no prior knowledge to anything. So, 
I'm definitely going to be watching this. Nice. Yeah. And it's cool to get Mark Hamill as Skeletor do it, doing his rendition instead of meh. Yeah. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, he man. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you take off your shirt? Now I don't need to watch the original yes. <laughs> Basically two people fight. <laughs> every it. episode. Yeah. In every episode. But it was at that time where, where you can't really draw blood and anything like yeah, that. Yeah, it's true. Because I actually saw a um a video where Kevin Smith actually does like a deep dive on the on this oh, particular yeah, I trailer. wanted to watch that, but since I hadn't watched the trailer because I was waiting for the recording today, uh, I was uh, like, okay, I'll wait until after I've watched that, then I'll go back and watch that. Yeah, so Good. he explains in, in this one where uh, this one's a bit more adult, mm. so so they can get away with like... Uh, a bit of bit of more action, bit of more bit of more um, not necessarily gruesome, but you probably you probably see blood. I don't know. The, you, you you get to see the swords that actually hit something. Yeah. Okay. Instead of going ding, <laughs> because it's for kids, it's yeah. for children, and we can't. It's got to have morals and and not not too violent, but still. Yeah. Mm. So this is so yeah. This this isn't your mum and dad's <laughs> He Man. This is new He Man. He's all buff. The millennial yeah. He Man. Yeah. Yeah. It's for the new generation. <laughs> yeah. Good shit. All right. Um, well, the new generation will be watching He Man uh, when Master of the Universe Revelation Part One drops on Netflix on the twenty third of July. When's Part Two? I don't know. I want part two. <laughs> I want part two now. You can't have it now. You gotta wait. I want part two before I get part one. <laughs> I want to know the end before I watch the beginning. Yeah, it's fine. I read. I read ten pages at the end of the book before I read the whole book. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Just so I know if I'm gonna like it or not. <laughs> Alrighty, trail park done. Rolling on out. Yeah. Which means mm? it's now time for the parts. The segment section, the place in the show we like to call the Nexus event pop god culture. <laughs> I never got to see that live. It's awesome live. <laughs> and mixing it up with a bit of flavour. Yeah, I like, that. I like that. Something different. Something different for our first time <laughs> in branch off in the Fred car. <laughs> <laughs> this is a this is a different reality for us. <laughs> yes, we are in a Nexus event. We are. <laughs> I wondered why this didn't feel real. Yes. Yes. Well, this variant has a beard. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't usually have a beard. <laughs> All right. Of course, we are referring to our, our now upcoming discussion that we're going to get into of Loki episode four, the Nexus event. Yes, another bottle episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, it all takes place in the same place. As well, no, no, technically not. <laughs> technically not. Um, yeah. Okay. So. Um, Big things. Oh, lots of big things. Big, big things happened during this episode. Um, lots to talk about. Um, at the beginning of the show, uh, the episode, um, we got a flashback to a young Sylvie um, on Asgard, which was uh, pretty, pretty cool. And she's uh, she's black haired, so yes, she has she's a brunette originally, so she's she's dyed her hair. I thought she was a different Loki. The kid. Like, oh, you mean you didn't think it was Sylvie? No. 
Ah. <laughs> well, maybe there could there could be you know a, a tangent. Maybe maybe it is a different Loki, but because it's mm. different hair. Because 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 you can't change your hair like that. I mean, well that's not true. <laughs> Black Widow did. Yes. She Black Widowed because she's incognito. She had to dye yes, her hair blonde, blonde. And, and and cut it. Yes. But Sylvie's been on the run from the TVA for uh, probably a thousand years at mm. this point. Um, so plenty of time to get her hair and did to change her look. It's probably why one of her horns is busted on her, her uh, little... Tiara. Tiara t- horn tiara thing, which I love. Um, yeah, so it's basically... basically The big question, the big takeaway I had from that this cold open was... Uh, a, the cool thing that... Um, was bloody um, uh, Renslayer when she was a, a hunter mm. uh, in her early days at the TVA um, was the one that brought Sylvie in and somehow let her escape. That was very clever and mm. crafty of her to get the temp out and run off like that. But the other thing is like, uh, what? And I love how at the end of the episode when they're in the, the lift going to the timekeepers and Sylvie's like, what, what was my Nexus event? You know, what, why did you take me, basically? Because we that's, like, the one big question we don't know. Mm. Um, because Sylvie explains to Loki when they're on Lamentus before they go back to the TVA. Like, um, you know, I was... You know, what I, at one point, I, it, it, like, my timeline had gone on to a point where the, the TVA were, or the timekeeper was like, no, nah, that's enough of that. Like, but the fact... And she, was like, was referring to the fact she was, you know, born the goddess of mischief and stuff. But she'd grown to the, you know, she wasn't a baby or anything when she was taken. She was, you know, mm. like nine, like the equivalent of a human nine or ten year old, basically. So how, why did it take, if Loki was always supposed to be the Loki we know from the MCU, then why did it take the TVA all that time until they took her? So, I don't know. Why, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Do you think there's something there? I do have a theory on that. Mm-hmm. Where, where um, the TVA, especially, ta- it, it feels like they uh, target Lokis because of their of, of their chaos and, mm. their, and, and what they do, and that particular point of them them taking Lokis out, and not necessarily because of reasons. I mean, uh, the main Loki that we have. Obviously, he, he took a Tesseract, and, and he, he didn't grow to be the main Loki that we know, in the, in the main timeline of that Loki. So, I think there's something, something sinister behind that, where they they particularly go for Lokis, and they... That's spoiler for the, for the ending, but they chuck them somewhere else. Mm. Mm. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. And it's like what Mobius said... Um, in episode two, when they're doing that kind of briefing before they go out to the Renaissance Fair, um, to be like, you know, we've caught, we've we've caught and pruned more Lokis than any other variant. Why? Mm, <laughs> why is that? Why is that? Um, Fulia, did you like this little like kind of backstory? Like the when she was being processed, I was like having feelings. I'm like this poor little girl. She's in the prison jumpsuit and she's going through all the tests that Loki did, and now it has this opposite whereas Loki was like it was comedic when he was doing it but now it's like 
It's this poor little girl. Yeah. yeah. It's it was really sort of I'd say for for a child it'd be very daunting. Mm. That she looks so scared. Yeah. And I'd be like, I'd be scared too. Someone's just kidnapped me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> taken me away. I, I apparently am a prisoner now. Yeah. And I'm only eight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah literally. And probably trigger warning for this one, but uh, a robot may uh, undressed her. Yeah. 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 And she and yeah. So all that sort of um, psychology that you do uh, that has happened to her, like I, I, I didn't expect that for for Sylvie. No. Mm. So there, there's definitely some 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 uh, challenges that she is going through, and you definitely feel it. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you really see that I think um, when adult or you know grown up Sylvie is is talking to Loki about it. You know, she's talking about how she remembers Asgard and, like, you know, um, and her life there and, and, and what happened. You know, she's been on the run for so long, hiding in apocalypses and, you know, just how... And you really, like, Sofia Martino does such a good job, I think, of selling that, I guess, gravitas to, to her life experience and yeah. how traumatic that must have been for her to never really have a life because she's not supposed to exist technically. Mm. And then um, Loki is going oh I thought I had it bad. Yeah, yeah. I loved can I just say that scene on Lamentus at the start I really, really loved just the two of them like just sitting and talking. Again, like same with episode three. Yeah. I just Bottle that. episodes. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I really, really enjoyed especially there was some really good dialogue in there that I, I want to recall. Um where, you know, the end is coming, you know, you can see the the planet that's headed for them has, you know, is starting to really break up. Um, and that was such a cool visual effect shot, mm. uh, by the way, it looked amazing. Um, but yeah, they're, they're about to die. Um, and yeah, and then Sylvie's just like, what do you, th- you know, what, what do you think makes like, a Loki Loki is it, is it the fact that we're always destined to lose? And then what is... What is uh, he's lo- uh, Tom's Loki says we may lose sometimes painfully, but we don't die. We survive. Yeah, and I freaking love that line. Like a cockroach. <laughs> like a cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I just I love that kind of that that line, and then at the end of the episode when he's like, I've lost count of the times that I've been killed. Do your worst. Like I was like. I love this meta commentary that's kind of <laughs> sneaking into the dialogue there. That was really good. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. Did you? What did you guys think of this 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 scene with the two of them about to face certain doom, yeah. having the, this the moment? Lament. The lament on lamentus, if you will. Uh, I have to say, I was not enjoying the fact that Loki was falling in love with himself. Uh, oh well, we're gonna get into that. Yeah, very soon. <laughs> But yeah, it gets more apparent at the end. But that moment where you're just like, oh, please don't, no, please don't. <laughs> it's not, nah. Like it's not, it's not a terrible thing. I know, but just the thought that you're a yeah. Anyway, um. <laughs> on face value, a lot of people are sort of a bit uncomfortable with it. Yes, but I look at it as contextually of of uh, Loki because the series is about him. Yeah, it is. And how he has to deal with um, him and he needs to 
he he needs to go through all these things. It's like this is a giant metaphor. He needs to uh, look within himself and forget it, forgive himself and love himself. Yeah, exactly. Like metaphorically. Yeah, yeah. And we're sort of seeing this like visually. Like oh. literally manifest in a weird way that we didn't expect. Yeah, in a wibbly wobbly type of way. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, well, we may as well have this discussion now. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm not against if 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 there are if there is some kind of romance happening. I don't think there is because it feels like the scene. You know, not long after this where Mobius is interrogating Loki and he, you know, he really, like, he, when he starts to realise, like, he thinks Loki has feelings for Sylvie or that they like each other or whatever it is. Um, and he's, he starts, like, saying, you know, this is, you know, you, what, hang on, what does he say? Um, it's, <laughs> you, uh, you incredible seismic narcissist, you fell for <laughs> yourself. Um it, no wonder it was, you, it, you know, re, you broke reality. It's breaking my reality right now. Like, <laughs> you know, like he's like, that's, it's sick, you know, sick, twisted romance, he basically calls it. Um, and I think that's the writers putting in a thing to say, we're not doing this. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're, we're, we're acknowledging the yeah. weirdness of it. We're acknowledging that it, it could exist, but we're also acknowledging that we're not going to do this. And 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 Mobius is also, is also interrogating him as well, and he's yeah. doing different sort of techniques as well. Totally, yeah. With, with the that whole scene is just a two-handed back and forth, the both of them trying to one up each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And who won? Yeah. No one won. No one won. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing: um, the fact that because um, the TVA was looking for the Lokis to bring them back. Yep. And the only way that they could find him was if there was a hint of a Nexus event. Mm. So the fact that he was starting to have feelings for Sylvie, was that the Nexus event? Um, yes, in a way. Um, I think, like, and Mobius hints at it later in the episode um, before, you know, the first feels moment of the episode, which I won't bring up because we'll get to it. But, you know, he, he says to Loki when he's like, I'm all right, I'm on your side. You've convinced me. Let's take them down. He's like, whatever the connection between the two of you is going to be strong enough to bring down the TVA. Um, so I, I think it's kind of, it's, it kind of has to be one of two things and maybe they both kind of go hand in hand. But the fact that uh, mostly this shouldn't be happening according to the sacred timeline, mm. quote unquote, two Lokis shouldn't have a connection on any level like yeah. this. So I think that's, and because that connection was becoming so strong and it was probably having a huge changing like effect on Loki, the Loki we know, I think that's where the Nexus event comes into it. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, it also could be the fact that maybe they are falling for each other. I don't know. And if that, they're, again, if they're doing that, I'm fine with it. Um, I understand why people might be a bit reticent to accept that. I like the metaphor. But I like the metaphor, exactly. I think the metaphor speaks speaks a bit more than, yeah, what it kind of looks like on face value. But, yeah, does that, does that make sense? Does yeah. that answer your question? Yes. I can probably add on to that. Yeah, go Because yeah. they don't necessarily explain if that was the Nexus event or not. Yes, that's true. And... I also have another theory on that where it could be because there was two Lokis, uh, like, quote-unquote, about to die. Mm. And I think that oh. was probably the Nexus event. Maybe they... The fact that two in the same 
timeline essentially yeah, in dying. the same place yeah and and okay, that's that, interesting. that probably can't happen because i'm thinking no. i'm thinking fourth dimensionally yeah right, right here <laughs> you have to speak you have to think, think fourth, fourth dimensionally, dimensionally. Marty. <laughs> you're not thinking fourth dimensionally like i i i can see if um they don't want to go down that route right they can probably do do something like that and also maybe their end goal plan uh if we're going uh uh, end game sort sort of um, time travel stuff where uh, their their destiny is part of yeah this is going to be a weird weird thing to explain but their their destiny they're not meant to die there mm. they're, they're, they're meant for something else mm. and that could be Sylvie or that that could be for uh, main Loki are we going for main Loki? yeah uh, Tom Loki Tom Loki I guess <laughs> yeah, Tom Loki. Hiddleston Loki. Hiddleston Loki. Um, Hiddle Loki. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and then it could also be the fact that, like you were saying before, Mike, about how he's, in a metaphorical sense, learning to l- maybe love and respect himself in a way he's never done. Yeah. That could also be a part of it because Loki is always, and we see during the wonderful cameo from Jamie Alexander as Sif, <laughs> you know, that, the whole, like, you know, you're you're going to be alone. You always have been alone. You always will be. And here we have, for the first time, Loki forming a connection with someone that maybe makes him feel like he won't be truly alone. Yeah. And because that's what he's most afraid of, as we find out. So <laughs> there's so many layers to it. which Lots of layers. Which I really, really like. <laughs> I thought it was really, really cool. It's really good writing. and Very good writing. And also, and also um, definitely something to like dive into. It's really good. Mm. And like analysis wise, and I do, and I do like Sylvie where they they cut off her hair, which is actually North mythology as well. Oh, Sith, yeah, yeah, uh, Sith, well, Sith. I was thinking, yeah, yeah, I know what you meant. Yeah, no, that's a that's an actual from a story in Norse mythology where Loki does actually play a trick and cuts her hair off while she's sleeping, and the hair turns into Marnie, uh, turns into the hammer. Yes, yeah, so. yes. There you go. Yeah, it's very cool. But I don't think they will explain, explain that in this. No. 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 no, no, no. As well as the uh, uh, nine-legged horse. Yeah, offspring. yeah. Yeah, so. Slepnir's not coming into this anytime soon. Nah. <laughs> um, yeah, well, speaking of Sif, um, what did you guys think of uh, the return of her uh, at last to the MCU? <laughs> kind of cool. Uh, considering she's going to be in uh, Love and Thunder as well. Apparently so, so yes. So she's still got work. She does. Good. It's good. Yeah. And she's also in Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. That could be a different variant. <laughs> so. Yeah. He knows. Yeah. And her, I don't know. Her sister as well? No. So in, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. there was actually the sister, I think the sister of Amara the Enchantress was in S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. Which is the pe- the character everyone was thinking Sylvie might be, or inspired by, or all of that. It could be a mixture of both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Which they tend to do. Yeah, yeah. Fully, did you like did you like that scene where Loki's put into a time cell and has to repeat this this uh, horrible thrashing from Sif over and over again? When he first got thrown in there, he's like, "Oh, really? This is where you put me in?" Um, because then he remembers what he does after the fact. But then it doesn't happen because it just keeps going in a time loop. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was funny at the beginning. But then when it kept going back to him, obviously we skipped to a point where he's gone through it multiple times. And he's gotten to the point where he just doesn't want to do it anymore. Mm. And he just wants to have this all stop. 
Um, the, the times where he's trying to get through to Sif, but then when he thinks he gets through to her and then she's just like, just, you know, knees him anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you saw that coming, right? Yeah. I was like waiting for it. I'm like, yeah, no, she's, she's going to As soon it. as she put, as soon as she put her hands on his shoulders, yeah. I'm like, there's it's a gonna, knee coming. Yeah, there's a knee coming. <laughs> um, but then he got to a point where he just felt so vulnerable emotionally and physically yeah <laughs> where Gosh. he's just like i know what you're gonna say this is how i'm feeling please help me <laughs> kind of yeah <laughs> yeah 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 or like i'm 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 gonna acknowledge now yeah that i'm i'm a narcissist and you know i and i do these things because i crave attention yes. and i'm scared of being alone yes yeah pretty powerful stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And she says the same thing but in different contexts. It's I loved that. Yeah. That was so clever. The fact that they still, despite Loki's confession, Sif still is like, you're still going to be alone though. Like, yeah. because you are this way, you're going to be alone. Yeah. And it's just, it's so heavy. And like the look on Loki's face when he's like expressing all of this and then having that realization hit from her is, yeah, it's full on. Kind of torturous in a way that time cell. Like yeah, if you really, that's the point of it. I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very interesting. I would have liked to have seen uh, if they'd put Sylvie in one because mm. it was interesting that they put Loki in one and not uh, not Sylvie, or at least we didn't see her. Or maybe Mobius was just like, let's just pop you in here for a little bit, simmer away, calm oh. down, and then we'll talk. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk about Mobius in this episode because uh, you know he was. Pissed. Oh yeah. At Loki. Very, very, very pissed. And I love their little bickering at the start when he's being brought in. They're telling each other to grow up. Um, <laughs> it was very funny. But then like it kind of hit a bit harder when Mobius said, You're an asshole and a bad friend. Um, like he was yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it was dagger to the heart kind of thing. And Loki didn't take that very well. Shot through the heart. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it was really nice to have Owen Wilson back as Mobius this week. Yeah. Uh, definitely sorely missed last week mm. in episode three. Um, and yeah, and another wonderfully scripted, as we've already mentioned, interrogation scene um, with the two of them. Um, and Owen Wilson really nailed it because, you know, um, you know, Loki's trying to, he's tiptoeing around the fact that of the, the truth and doesn't want to really say the truth. Mm. I don't know why he didn't just, really, I guess he tried to tell him before he got put in the time cell and then he got brought out of the time cell. I think he was just kind of like, Oh, I'm going to spin this now because I'm the superior Loki. And I don't want you to, you to think that, <laughs> that Sylvie's actually in charge of all this. So he lied about the whole thing, which I thought was an interesting move. Mm. Um, but yeah, but then when, when, when he finally says you're all variants, you've been lied to, um, and tells him like oh like the way Owen played that reaction, hmm. I I thought was was really good. Mike, what did you think of that whole scene? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, uh, as as an actor, uh, I haven't seen many like Owen Wilson sort of like serious roles, mm. but he sort of plays it very well with this, especially with um, a character who's de- dealing with like two different two different uh, uh, trails of thought as well, and the way they've sort of fit filmed it as well where where you're not not sure if he gets it or not but by the end you sort of he, he does get it and he's sort of and uh mobius is so, sort of trying to figure out things uh, as as well of maybe the tba 
Mm. TVA isn't isn't what it seems, especially when he's having conversations with Loki, someone who's of the outside, of the outside looking in, and <laughs> he wants he wants to talk talk to the uh, previous minute minute person. C twenty. Yeah, C twenty, and obviously that leads to nowhere because she got pruned. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that was. That was interesting that, uh, I think, I don't know if you guys could tell straight away, like when, when Renslayer at the start was like, oh, we, we, we killed her, like we, cause she came back and she was like, yeah, she was all fucked in the head yeah. and got to get rid of her. I was like, I, I mean, don't believe that for a second. No. no, no way, no way. And it kind of really hurt that scene where, you know, Mobius, uh, Mobius is kind of onto her. Um, and, um, and at the end, like at the end of that scene where Ravona's just kind of like, you know, a friendship like ours is rare given our shared history and the, who we are in the TVA, like, you know, yeah. and then she immediately straight up betrays him. Mm. Like that was, that was rough. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was rough, but it was cool to see Mobius be all detective like and. Although I was like, dude, you could have been so much more subtle. I'm going to sneakily take your temper. Anyway, see ya. Bye. I'm going now. I've, yeah. had, I've had my drink. I've had my... Yeah. And, um, only, and that, that's how Ren's just like, you only had one. Like, you usually have more. Yeah. She, <laughs> she knew something was up yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He could have played it a lot smoother, I mm. think. Um, but yeah, it was, it was cool. Um, yeah. And then, you know... <laughs> We get the freaking, uh, you know, shit, shit part of the of, of the episode where uh, Ravona does betray Mobius and uh, he gets pruned. Yeah, I had an audible no. Yeah, me too. When I watched it, mine was an audible gasp. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was watching it with with, with uh, Zelda and and my wife was like cooking tea. It's like got to get to watch it before before Zelda goes to bed, and it's like no. It's like what's wrong. Owen Wilson's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like you don't understand. He was he was a friend. There was so like he he was like right. You have to trust me as a friend uh, to Loki. Yeah. And then he's like okay. And they're they're about to hatch this plan, and then all of a sudden they get caught, and he's just like far out. Yeah, one of my friends uh, actually theorized that maybe Mobius did that on purpose. Like, but I don't think so. No. I, I think, think I so. think they I think he was pruned before they actually had a chance to go, right, this is what we need to and do. And here's the thing though, before he even goes back to Loki, the fact that he stole Ren's tempad. Yeah. Watches a video about C20. Yeah, 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 yeah. And her little what is it, like an interview style. Yeah, thing. like a debriefing thing and she's yeah. she's talking about the memory she had and experience. Exactly, exactly. And that and did the NCIS that's like, okay, stop, zoom in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And then he goes in and speaks to Loki because now he believes him. Yeah. And then yeah, it was all of a sudden they're getting taken to the Minutemen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, the, yeah. The Loki got his wish. The not the way he expected it to be. The double Loki. <laughs> yeah, well, that was I wasn't expecting that because, you know, I mean, as far as we knew at that point, pruning was the end, mm. right? Um, so the fact that they did it, and the fact that like Mobius realizes that the jig is up, 
And then he goes, you know where I'd really want to go if I could go anywhere? I'd want to go back to wherever it was I came from, in that life I had before the TVA, and I'd be on my jet ski, and I was just like, oh, God. Yeah. Something bad's about to happen. Stop monologuing. Stop monologuing. And then he gets, yeah, and then he gets pruned, and it's just, what the fuck? Um, and Loki's reaction. Yeah. He was, you know what people pointed out, too, because everyone's like, oh, Loki and Sylvia are having a thing, maybe. But... People also are wanting Loki and Mobius to have a thing. Um, and people were commenting on the fact online that Loki got more emotional about watching Mobius be pruned than hearing about Sylvie be pruned. I don't know if that speaks anything to anyone, but I just thought I'd throw that out there. Well, maybe, because, you know, <laughs> Sylvie is a metaphor to him. And, and Mobius is a real person. A real person with real dreams of, of a jet ski. Yes. Mm. It was just very... Yeah. It was emotional. Speaking of Sylvie, um, can we go to the scenes where... Is it Hunter B-52? 15. 15. 15. Okay. Yes. Why um, don't they have real names? <laughs> I can barely remember real names, let alone numbers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yes, the, the scenes where Hunter B-15 is all of a sudden, like, she... She knows because when they went back to that storm that was happening yeah, in that year, Haven Hills twenty fifty, um, yep. She obviously Sylvie went into her head, possessed yeah. her. I yeah, suppose. she yeah she enchanted her. She asked her. asked her to show so, her. But after that fact, she remembers. She saw her old memories. So then she's gone back to see Sylvie. She's like, "Tell me how you did it. How." Is this true? Is did what I see was that a memory? Yeah, well, she's saying yeah when she's saying that she's referring to what happened in episode two. Yeah, when yeah, she, yeah. When she possessed her. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. And then now they, she's yeah, she's like because Hunter B fifteen is clearly very smart, knows not to say anything to anyone at the TVA because C twenty has been taken away. Yeah, and I mean she doesn't know either way what's happened to her, but she's like I'm just gonna keep this to myself until I can be certain. And then when, as soon as Mobius says, oh, yeah, Loki told me we're being lied to, that's when she's like, oh, okay, something might be up. Yeah. And, then, and then she t- gets her to go- take her to an apocalypse. So there's no Nexus event possible. And, yeah. The same one. Same one that they went to. Yeah. Mm. That was that was a great scene, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, filming in the rain is hard enough. Yeah. And let alone having an emotional scene in the rain, uh, considering... You get to see her cry in the rain as well. As well, wasn't it? Bla- it was her Blade Runner, wasn't it? Like, oh, a little bit. Like yeah. the I, end of Blade Runner. I honestly couldn't see the crying, but I could feel the tension. Yeah, yeah. like lost, yeah. lost like tears and rain. Like that just made me think of that. Mm. Yeah, but but it was yeah. Wanmi Masaku, who plays Hunter B fifteen, was amazing. He was also scene. in uh, Lovecraft Country. Yes, as well. I know. I found that out during the week. Extra but, reason to watch Lovecraft Country. Yeah, there's a lot of Lovecraft Country people coming over. I know. It's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Place to be. Speaking of which, Kane, but Kang, maybe, right, maybe we'll get to that later <laughs> on some theories. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so Mo- yeah, Mobius is pruned. Loki's all upset, and then uh, he and Sylvie are going to be taken to the Timekeepers specifically. The Timekeepers have requested that they be witness to the pruning of these two Loki variants. Um, to the great and powerful Oz. Yeah, literally. It was Wizard of Oz, man. <laughs> Wizard of Oz vibes. Um, so we go and we meet the timekeepers for the first time. Um, and I, I, I liked the look of them. Um, but 
could anyone else not understand anything they were saying? Me. <laughs> Same. I was like, wait, yeah. what? Do I need to put subtitles on? I, I had to put subtitles on the second time I watched oh, it. Oh, wow. I, uh, I constantly watch things with subtitles because Zelda, okay. Zelda doesn't shut the fuck up. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and so I do tend to watch things with subtitles. Yeah. So I didn't really get what people were, were on about. It was like, I couldn't really hear. It's like, well, I was fine. I was just, I was just reading it. Like, like the Lorax looking one. The, yeah. It's all mumbly. It's like, well, I, 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 I got him. He was yeah. coherent. It was it was weird because I I expected it to be because you know like in scenes like especially in <clears throat> in sci-fi where you've got an alien who's speaking a foreign language and then basically the other person who speaks English in the scene does the dialogue for them in a way that like what their reply yeah. lets you know what has just been said like a Star Wars thing yeah basically yeah. Where, so, where people are talking to Jabba yeah exactly that. Um, where, and so I was waiting for that, but then every time Loki or Sylvie said something back to the timekeepers, it in no way indicated what had been said. And I was like, why am I not understanding what's going yeah. on? Like, it was very... It must, I, I think that the way that they've chosen to make the, the audios yeah. come through was just... I think it was a bad choice. I mean, I, I see where, they're try, where they were going, because um, it makes them sound so very ominous. Yeah, like um, it was. It was cool. Yeah, it was. A really, it was really cool, but it was just hard to understand. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. sound an awful lot, uh, you know, robotic and all that. Speaking of, yeah, <laughs> speaking of robots, uh, they're robots. Timekeepers uh, are fake. Yeah, it's just like it's just like uh, uh, Sam Wilson said: androids, aliens, and wizards. Yeah. <laughs> now we've got the androids, yes. people. Like holy shit. Um, yeah, that was that was quite the twist. I know, what a reveal. Um, but yeah, definitely, like, yeah, you said Wizard of Oz, kind of, in the way. Except, you know, there's no man behind the curtain just yet. Um, setting it up. Setting it up, absolutely. And I've got theories on who. Yeah, well, we'll get into that in a moment. Yes. Because I just, I wanted to say how awesome it was to see Hunter B-15 storm in there. Yeah. And just, and just say, for all time, always, and just throw a sword to Sylvie. Like, <laughs> fucking shit up, bitches. But then she immediately gets taken out. And I'm yeah. like, damn it. <laughs> it's just been revoked. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, it was really, really, uh. Good. The, uh, I probably would have wanted. I would have liked more from that fight scene because there were a lot of quick cuts, um, and a lot of, a lot of goings on and a lot of weird focuses. Mm. But I was pa- when the first time I watched the episode, I was panicking because Loki kept looking over at Sylvie when he to make sure she was okay or whatever. And I'm like, stop it! I know you're in love, but stop it! Like <laughs> you're gonna get your, you're gonna get yourself pruned if you do that. And I was like, they're gonna. Ha- that's gonna happen, isn't it? Um, How did you anyway. feel when it did happen? Because oh. <laughs> I felt for you. I really did. Beck messaged me. <laughs> like, um, as soon... I'll read out the message. My lovely friend Beck. Um, messaged, Hi, Beck. <laughs> I'm Beck. She messaged me straight away. Um, before, before the reveal of the end credit scene, right? Um, so she had no idea um, that, you know... He was actually going to be okay. But, um, where is it? Okay, yeah, she just goes, you okay? Need tissues? (laughs) And then I just replied with, just wait. (laughs) And then she goes, I will admit, I sent that before the mid-credits scene. (laughs) (laughs) And and with that, uh, if we're going to go into it, uh, Loki gets pruned. Yeah, and I cried. And, uh... 
Yeah. I cried. I cried. No, I literally, I started I bawling. Had, I had another audible gasp and I'm like, oh no, Kendall. I started bawling. I'm glad you thought it I, I think I, I think I sort of had the opposite. Uh, going, wait a minute. That's not really pruning, is it? Well, I didn't. I didn't know because I know. I freaking all I knew was that Tom Hiddleston had bloody said that episode four and five was going to be, you know, a game changer. Okay. And this is the end of episode four, and I'm like, okay, this is our game changer. Loki's dead, like dead, dead. Yeah. But then we've got two episodes left, and we know that we're dealing with you know variants, so maybe there's going to be another Loki played by Tom Hiddleston that will come in and blah blah blah. But then I was like, but if they do that, they've undermined all this character development. Like, yeah. why would you p- put him through all of that if you're just going to kill him? That's what I was thinking, and yeah. then, then I was thinking, oh, maybe, maybe Owen Wilson's okay. And then when and then it's like there's going to be a post credit scene, isn't there? And then and then there was. And it's like, oh, you fucking cowards! Yeah. <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't let that settle for a week. You would just nah. say, oh, no, 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 it's okay, it's okay, he's back. They sh- they sh- could you imagine if they did? I would be a wreck. Oh, Twitter would have exploded. Yeah, <laughs> and Tumblr, and and, and, Tumblr. and it did. I was on Tumblr for hours after that. Come on, Ooh. Kevin Feige, you don't have to. <laughs> I mean, mind you, you did that with like the end of uh, Infinity Wars. Like we had to wait for a year to to get to get closure on yeah, that. Yeah, maybe he felt bad. He's like, "You waited a year for that. I'm not going to make you wait a, a week for this." <laughs> As I said, fucking cowards. Yeah. <laughs> if I was showrunner, I would be fighting tooth and nail for that. Yeah. It's oh like, god. You sit with that for a week. <laughs> There's no more Loki. <laughs> And yes, and death and death of Loki, death. in in this episode. So yeah, I, I thought winning. of you. I thought of you, and, and I, I was, also thought of you as well. And I was like, <laughs> God damn it! There's another one from Mike's telly. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it! This is not supposed to work. Where well, we got um, four? We got five and six. Yeah. And I, I reckon reckon for for number five, there's plenty to choose from. There is. There is. Um, shall we just yep. jump, jump to the post credit scene then? Might as well. Taking advantage of a segue. Um, so, yeah, I literally, and I've been saying this to everyone, I went from, I've never in my life have gone from sobbing to jumping for joy so fast because when that <laughs> when that post credit scene happened, I literally leapt out of my seat and started running around like a, a crazy person, <laughs> jumping for joy. Not even kidding. Which means that pruning doesn't mean death. No, we don't know what it means, but we no. know it sends all the pruned peoples somewhere to else. Place. <laughs> to the trash. To the trash. <laughs> yeah, some kind of weird limbo. But basically, Loki wakes up is like, is this hell? Am I dead? Yeah. And then... H-E-L. H-E-L, the because, Norse hell. Because, you know, because I watch things on uh, with subtitles, so I go, that's weird. Oh, it's hell. Okay, yeah. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then off screen we hear... Um, I don't know if you guys knew that Richard E. Grant was going to be in this. Yes, I did. Um, we get his voice off screen. What does he say? Did I write it down? Um, not yet, but you will be. If you don't come with us, so basically, come with me if you want to live. Yeah. Um, and then we get that reveal shot of uh, the four, four Loki's, four, four Loki's, four different Loki variants. <laughs> my God, my head exploded. My jaw dropped. My head exploded. Yeah. <laughs> Fully, his head exploded, guys. I laughed my ass off. 
<laughs> now, is that because of uh, the the way uh, one Richard E. Grant looked in his classic Loki outfit? It's sort of like a, a bunch of like like uh, them, because you know I love I love the fact that he's classic Loki, and if <laughs> I love I love that sort of like um, fan theories of like if. If it was done during the nineties, Richard E. Grant would be Loki. Yeah, I've seen that those <laughs> those things like who would be who. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and uh, it's sort of like a mixture of all, all four of them, including <laughs> including reptile Loki. There's a croc Loki. I didn't even notice that. Uh, there's you an didn't? alligator really? Loki. It, it, okay, in, right, kid, in gonna... kid Loki's hands. I gotta get there's, the photo. It's like a little animal. Oh, I didn't notice Let that. Let me... How did you not notice that? It's not a human face. Look, uh, my head had exploded, okay? My brains were everywhere. <laughs> yeah. You had no brains to compute no. that. So there's a reptile Loki. It, it was a little alligator with, with Loki. Okay, hop, yes. With a lo- Let me... Loki I'm finding a picture. Okay. Okay, I got a picture. He's... Literally, see? He's it, literally holding... In Kid oh Loki's Oh my gosh. Kid, Kid Loki is holding... Either a crocodile or an alligator with horns. Uh, I think it's a people version are saying it's a, an a cro- alligator. Oh, okay, it's an alligator. Okay. Because America. Because America. Um, yeah. And boastful Loki. And boastful Loki is the other one. Um, so boastful Loki is played by Diobia Opare. I'm probably butchering the pronunciation, but that's his name. And Jack Veal is playing Kid Loki. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Kid Loki confirmed. Kid Loki confirmed, and in his glorious comic accurate uh, outfit, yeah, which I really appreciate. Where Loki dies in Ragnarok, yes, and the soul of Loki goes into a kid. Yes, yes, and something, something along those lines. Isn't something it? like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, you got classic Loki, just classic Loki. Classic, I love it. And although I didn't notice until I like analyze this image, but he's he's got like a shoulder bag on. Yeah, he's got a satchel. He's, he's got a man bag. He's got a satchel man bag going on. <laughs> you know when people bitch about, oh, it's not it's not comic accurate. The, the suits. Well, there you go. It looks fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I'm really looking forward to just, I mean, seeing all of these different Lokis, but boastful Loki is the one I know nothing about. Um, and the fact that he's kind of wielding some sort of golden Mjolnir thing, I'm just, I'm, I have so many questions. I think it's like a makeshift one because like looking into it, it's, it's like a, like the piston of a, like, uh, a motor and also a bit of railway track as well. Yeah. It's very... It's kind of steampunky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not the real one. No, I think, he's I think prob- maybe he's forged it himself. Yeah, I think I think it's just boastful. Loki wants to be like his brother. Yeah, or he had to take over his brother's role, but he couldn't handle uh, hold. He wasn't worthy. He wasn't worthy. So you know. Yeah, but no, I love I love this. So immediately. You know, not only were we all just very much relaxed with the fact that Loki is actually still alive. I was annoyed, but yeah. Yeah, I know you were annoyed. <laughs> I was. Come on, grow some balls. I was relieved. Um, and then, of course, that means that Mobius is still out there somewhere. Yeah. So, yeah. Technically, I sort of already knew that because there was pictures going around of him doing stuff. But yeah, there's been there has been footage in uh, I think in the mid season trailer they put some footage. Yeah, of him. they accidentally let it up and then it's like oh shit. <laughs> yeah, we weren't supposed to show you that, um, but I've stayed away from it. So yeah, I, I don't so know. I'll, yeah, I deliberately tried. I, I deliberately stopped me saying what he was doing. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Um, so yeah. In summary. In summary. Great. The TVA is a lie. 
Timekeepers don't exist. Yep. Ah. Yes. Before we wrap up, actually, we have some theories. We have theories. Mm. Yes. Or maybe one theory, because I feel like maybe Mike and I have the same theory. Oh, probably, you'll probably like cross-contaminate yes. Yes. whatever the word Zero is. Zero from me. Yes. Okay. So, basically... Enduring the ride. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, basically, um, you know, with the timekeepers being revealed to be androids and Ravona Renslayer is obviously in on the whole thing. Um, she was aware of, of their real identity, it seems. Um, because Sylvie, you know, has her by the throat, basically, that you're going to tell me everything because she's pissed. She spent her whole life trying to bring these people down who took her life from her. And now it was all for nothing because they're just robots. Because they're not real. So she's lost all meaning, really. And she's just seen Loki, she thinks, die in front of her. So that's also very sad. Um, But then, you know, we're left with the question, okay, well, who is actually in charge of the TVA? Um, And I think it's Kang the Conqueror. Mm. Um, Because in the comics, Fulia, uh, Ravona Renslayer and Kang the Conqueror are like lovers. Basically. Ah. Um, uh, so there's a connection there. And because we know Kang is going to be in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, which is coming out soon. Uh, and by soon, I mean like at least a, a year away. Um, and he's already been cast. Jonathan Majors from yeah. Lovecraft Country yeah. will be playing him. Um, I wouldn't put it past Marvel if they are setting him up. Because Kang, I believe... There are many different versions of him throughout time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think... I, the I Council think, of Kangs. Council of Kangs. So yeah. I think one of them created the TVA. And this okay. is our introduction to Kang the Conqueror. Mike, what do you think? Uh, with the Kang sort of thing, uh, I think he, uh, there's, there's rumours where he made like a deal with like the original um, timekeepers or so, something like that, and how, how I, I, uh, I want to control this particular timeline. So I can be lord of this timeline, and you know you can do whatever you want. Uh, just because I don't think there's actually like a big. I think the big battle was probably between Kang and and the ta- time variant authority. Yeah. And and Kang's like in charge of this particular timeline and anything anything else uh, as well. Like that's a theory. Okay. Another theory, which um, I'm sort of more leaning towards, is. Is um, one of the theories is the the big bad is Loki, like another Loki variant, the ultimate Loki, ultimate Loki. And he wanted to keep, you know, the what what been go, going through this season of being the peno, the, the penultimate Loki, the superior. the superior Loki. Actually, that's a good idea because that would speak to the fact that you know if Loki has this mentality of he is the most superior, or they, I should say, is the most superior then it would make sense why the TVA would be pruning more Lokis than anyone else. Yeah. Because there is one Loki behind it all who thinks he's superior and should be the only one. Yeah. He's like the Highlander of it all. Yeah. And he, and That's he a good theory. He does want to kill him. He just wants to put them in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> and, and considering this particular timeline, this Loki dies at the hands of Thanos. Mm. Uh, spoilers. Mm. Uh, where he can... Control like uh, everything, everything else, mm. because he's the ultimate Loki, and it's cu- kind of fitting because the TV show is called Loki, and we're looking at Lokis. There's different sorts no, of Lokis. No, that I like. I think I like that more than Kang. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and but it could be like Kang as well. That like we don't see Kang. We just mention 
mentioned at, uh, at the end. It's like, who, who's control of this? Kang. Who's Kang? And then he does like a, a Thanos uh, turn and wink to the audience like Thanos did at the end of the Avengers. Avengers, yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm more leaning towards Loki. Okay. The more cynical part of me, <laughs> there isn't one. Yeah. Because cause the whole thing sort of goes around in circles. Yeah. Where... Uh, who created the, t- uh, the TBA? No one did. It's just, it forms and it dies. But at the end it forms and it dies. Yeah. So there's no real end to this loop. Yeah, okay. I, I kind of like that one, but I think I'm more fo- focused on the Loki bit. Yeah. I think there's got to be, there's got to be someone behind it. And I like the fact that it's a Loki. I guess then the question remains, if it is a Loki, is it going to be Tom Hiddleston's Loki playing a different version of Loki or is it going to be a completely different actor altogether like they have so many options I suppose yeah. if that's what they're some doing. say probably Richard E. Grant like classic Loki and he's yeah, that would be cool. just there for a front yeah yeah like it's a um, almost like a red herring in a way having him in this pruned zone yeah. I guess like, a, a lot of people wanted him uh, was thinking he was going to play like old man Loki where, yeah, yeah like he was like King Loki but I think King Loki is going to be Tom Hiddleston anyway uh, with him sitting on the throne, uh, and <laughs> and those Lokis are sort of fight, fighting between themselves. It's like I'm the ultimate idol. No, me. And Man, the dialogue in episode five is going to be fucking great. Just yeah. just just quietly. Um, but yeah, yeah, that would be a good misdirect if it was like, yeah, Richard E. Grant is is there, and you think he's on your side, but then he's actually you know the big bad. And it's like, well, he's wearing a stupid costume. He's he's comic relief. No. It's Richard E. Grant. Yeah, boy. And then imagine, it, I can just picture this, like, you know, CGI shredding the costume to reveal his, you know... King, King Loki. King Loki. And then, speaking of outfit reveals, I had a thought during the week. I'm like, I really... Because, like, WandaVision, Scarlet Witch got her outfit. Falcon got his cap outfit. I want a new Loki outfit reveal. <laughs> God damn it, give it to me. Well, he's going he's to vote for me, Loki, so he's going to yeah. go through a couple. Yeah, that's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. Um, cool. All right. Um, Fully, do you have anything else you want to add before we wrap up? Nope. Nope. You're done. Happy, yep. satisfied? You want to see another Loki die? No. No. Or at least getting kicked in the balls? No. <laughs> <laughs> I like that scene. <laughs> but it's not you. I'm shaking for it. Yeah. All right. Well, that might wrap it up then for our uh, discussion on episode four of Loki, the Nexus event. Two episodes to go, guys. Two episodes to go. Uh, We're almost all over. And then it's and it's all over, and I'm going to cry. (laughs) Um, But until then, um, we've got some things we need to plug. um, Starting with. Me, of course, I've just got my same usual uh, things to plug, non-scripted ramblings. My uh, low-key video on uh, the Nexus event is up. Please go check it out um, if you want to hear more from me that I don't say in the podcast. It's on our YouTube. And then my Shang-Chi reaction, uh, please check that out if you would like to see me watch that and have feelings about it, (laughs) make faces and whatnot. Um, Yeah. And then... Folia has something really cool to mention. Yes. Uh, the new monthly at Winifred's episode is out. Yes, it is. Go and listen to it. It's another convincing game. Yes. Hope you enjoy it because I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we had a good time recording we did, we the episode. Did, we did. So. <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> I mean, not really spoilers because I have seen it. But seen it, 
listen to it. Oh, you listen to the episode. Yeah, I use my ears. <laughs> nice. Not my eyes. Because this is an audio medium. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Did you enjoy it, Michael? I did. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers. Uh, yeah. Movies that I have not seen. That's still okay. okay. <laughs> and uh, did you convince me to watch them? No. 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 Yeah, so. <laughs> Glad that's not the premise of the show. We, yeah. we, we would suck otherwise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Want to watch this? No. It's a two-minute two podcast. Yeah. Until next time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. All right. Awesome. Yeah. That's it. That's nice. it. That's it. And, Mike, you've got your Rick and Morty videos. Yes, I got Rick and Morty uh, by the time you're listening to this. Hopefully the third one will be up so you can watch that. Uh, you can go back and watch the first one and watch the second one and enjoy the sort of, um, sort of increase of, of, um, <laughs> of betterness because I'm so, sort of slowly getting back into talking with my ramblings and, and my critiques as well. And I'm thinking I'll probably just write some things down so I know because <laughs> there's a lot of jumping in and out of... Different things, um, but you know, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. Got to start somewhere with Absolutely. your critiques. And if you enjoy me talking here, you can enjoy me talking there. Yes, and watching as well. And watching. Well, watching me flail about and going, oh, this was awesome. It was good, basically. Yes, it was good. Go watch Rick and Morty. <laughs> if you like Loki, go watch Rick and Morty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I kind of like the cynical uh, ending for my Loki. If if there's no bad guy, it's just Loki just doing Loki. <laughs> <laughs> that could be interesting. Yes. We'll, we'll see. Wish for more death. No. What? No more death. Still on a hat trick. No. Mm-hmm. And with that. Okay, yep. that is that. And for the first time ever in person, fully synced. Here we go. That, that was, was a podcast, podcast called Friend. God damn it! You had to, you had to say it, so I had to do a quip. That's, that's fair. No, that's dang. I know I ruin everything. Uh, remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content. If you'd like to listen to Fred the Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Spotify, that's Spotify, not Spotify, or whatever the fuck that I said. If you like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash Fred the Alien Productions. Yes! yes. I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Fulia Kantanmajer. And I'm searching for a hero today. That song from Nickelback that I can't remember at this present time. But I'm a Michael Lister. <laughs> and, and you just experienced a, a podcast, podcast called Fred. Ooh. Yes. Thank you for listening, everyone. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Ready to be Freddie lives and Loki dies again and again and again and again. Uh, I'm hoping for a variant death next week. Yeah, there probably will be one. Yeah. I imagine. Yeah, I reckon. As long as it's not Loki or Sylvie, I'll be fine. And, and see. see.